You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. All right. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode 43. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. Um, there is some cool stuff that I saw today. So, um, one of the first things we uh, were going to cover is some movie news. And uh, this actually comes from movieplot.com. And uh, essentially, it's outraged Twitter trolls, body shame, Amy Schumer following Barbie casting announcement. So that kind of explains everything we're going to talk about. First off, there's a live action Barbie movie that's going to be coming. <laughs> Yeah, a movie. <laughs> and second, they cast Amy Schumer for it. That was stupid. Um, from what I read, the movie is... I mean, because when you think of Amy Schumer, you definitely don't fucking think Barbie. That's for sure. Um, and She's so rude. She's just a bitch. Like, like a f- she just... And it's, I don't even think she's acting, like, when she acts the way she does, especially with, you know, fans and stuff. She's just a genuine bitch, but she acts like a bitch in a movie, and then when it's in a movie, it seems like it's funny, because in some cases it is, except it's not funny when you're still a bitch in real life. Yeah. Um, so, um, essentially, the storyline of the movie is that Barbie gets kicked out of Barbie land because Barbie is no longer this perfect ideal person that she once was and goes on a series of uh, adventures that help her discover who she really is and ultimately, you know, realize that it doesn't matter what you are like on the outside as long as you're like a, a decent, genuine human being on the inside, which so the story... <laughs> Right? Yeah, it's it's ironic. I mean, the thing is, is I'm not saying that the story is not terrible or that it's not a good idea. I mean, they could totally cast somebody else. Or, I mean, they could just make a different, different Barbie movie that actually has somebody that looks like Barbie. Although, I mean, that's not PC. I mean, it's like, I mean, we're going to have, I'm going to fucking hammer this like a dead horse. Ghostbusters. Okay. Ghostbusters should have been fucking dudes. It should have been either a reboot or like a fucking passing of the torch from them to somebody else. I mean, if you threw a girl in the role, like let's say, oh, they had families and then you find out that some of the Ghostbusters had sons and then maybe one of the Ghostbusters had a daughter and so she's, you know, trying to follow in dad's footsteps so then they form a team that's like, you know, girls and boys and, you know, dad's passing the torch and so there happens to be a female character because... The, you know, the next generation of kids aren't all boys, right? So that makes more sense. And then you still get the Ghostbusters feel. You get some females in the role. And, you know, maybe they do fucking hire a male secretary, but maybe has more than a BB-sized brain. And, you know, you go from there with, like, a better movie, but they didn't do that. They made a fucking girl version, and they were mad that people were mad that they fucking ruined the movie. And, you know, they're doing this, you know, all this different stuff with, like, the switcheroos on... um you know, 180s on pretty much every sort of superhero <laughs> flick and, and you know, going different routes with all this different stuff. And, you know, so now it's like, okay, well, Barbie no longer fits this 
narrative that's being like hammered into everybody's heads that says, oh, it's, you know, I mean, essentially it's not, it's not cool to like Barbie anymore because Barbie's is tall, slender, white, blonde, you know, perfect air quotations, you know, type person that can do everything and is this impossible unattainable body image that most you know that most girls just can't associate themselves with and so obviously right but i'm i'm saying like you know what the what what the traditional barbie that you think about when you think about barbie and like you know the skinny slender you know barbie that is barbie but i mean they got rid of her a long time ago right but what i'm saying is like so they're making a live action movie like wouldn't they do the one that kind of like everyone thinks about as opposed to like whatever it is now i mean i'm not familiar with what barbie looks like now obviously i don't fucking play with mattel toys or barbies or any of that stuff so i mean you and really like, have a daughter that likes barbies oh the barbies i see her play with look like the fucking old barbies that's i don't because, see any difference that's because we didn't buy any of the fat girl barbies i wasn't aware they made fat girl barbies but okay what i'm what I, basically what i'm saying though is that it just, it it doesn't fit that. They're going to be like, oh, okay, if we make a Barbie movie and we make it, a, you know, about the old traditional Barbie that everybody knows and loves or whatever, that that's going to, you know, cause some sort of complex for however many girls that are going to see that and want to be like her and they're never going to be her. So it's going to cause some sort of depression and it's going to lead to an eating disorder and it's going to lead to them running away from home and then they're going to get, you know, prostituted. You know, because they're going to run away and they're going to end up in, you know, fucking sex trade. Like, it's it's crazy. The, the movie is going to cause all of these fucking crazy effects that realistically aren't going to happen. But that's what they're saying is going to happen if you watch this. That's liberal thinking. Right. I mean, it's a huge fucking snowball effect. And so, um, or a slippery slope. But, you know, the, the thing is, is Amy Schumer? Like, really? I mean, first off, have you seen any of her movies? I mean, she's definitely not a kid's type person She's a horrible person and, and maybe we maybe, maybe we're jumping the gun how everybody jumped the gun with ghostbusters no but i don't think we are um and i mean obviously i don't think that mattel is going to sign off on her basically being like a you know a stupid smart ass you know mega bitch that she is in like all of her other films uh i mean obviously she's gonna have to tone her shit down a little bit but um still like i don't i mean i'm not we're not gonna see the movie we're not gonna take our kids to fucking see the movie because i can't stand that fucking lady you like, know who would make a good barbie blake lively that's who i'd like to see play barbie she'd yes, be a good one yes she would she's be nice fantastic and, wholesome, and she's not fake and she's nice and wholesome like i just said so she could be a barbie not well human. and personally i think she's just probably a better actor well, yeah. And I would She's actually... actually an actress. Amy Schumer is a comedian, technically. Yeah. So... Who likes to throw herself into movies and TV shows. Yeah. She's to throw herself right back out of those. <laughs> well, and... Just... You know, she treats some of her fans, like, so shitty. And um, you just have to think, like, okay, is that somebody that you want to, like, give your money to? I mean, because obviously... When you don't like an organization, you don't like you don't like a certain person, you don't like the way, you know, somebody's being treated or the way something's being handled, you know, as opposed, I mean, there's only so much you can do about, uh, you know, certain situations because not everything comes down to a vote, you know, but essentially your money is votes, you know, and if nobody's getting fucking money, then 
you know, maybe they'll stop casting her. Uh, I mean, there was that story where she was doing stand-up, I want to say, I can't remember what state it was. I mean, it was Florida. It, yeah, it was Florida, and she was doing a shit ton of Trump bashing, and basically, I mean, at some point, like, she was doing comedy, which is what people pay tickets to see, and at some point, maybe she was being funny, but then, obviously, mm-hmm. with, like, any fucking comedian... They kind of rear their way into politics, and then it basically becomes a, you know, this is why I'm politically affiliated with this party, and this is why I think so-and-so is a moron, blah, 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 blah. Starts talking a lot of trash about, you know, Trump supporters, and then brings some people up on stage to just talk trash about them and why they support whatever candidate. And, you know, eventually she got booed by a shit ton of people, and a ton of people walked out. I mean, obviously, probably like 70% of them stayed, but... You know, it's one of those things where, you know, it wasn't even like, oh, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have talked about that. She was like, well, fuck them, you know, get them the fuck out, you know, whatever. She's like Justin Bieber. He talks crap about his fans, but he doesn't care, and he still has millions more fans. I mean, not saying she has millions, because she doesn't, but she she has a specific set of people, the liberal, feminist, 20 to 30-something women mostly are her fan base. Let's be real here. And they're annoying as shit, and so is she. So they think she's totally cool. So they're just, they're going to keep supporting her. I mean, she's just like freaking Lena Dunham. She's so Well, Lena Dunham, I can't stand her either. Well, they're like really good friends, so. But, um, I mean, not to overgeneralize too much, but I mean, to me, it's just, it's just stupid that She's going to belittle and talk crap about fans that are obviously making her lifestyle in, um, you know, overall celebrity possible. Whether or not she agrees with any of those people, their politics, or who they support, or who they vote for, doesn't really matter. They're showing up, and they're supposed to be watching a comedy show, and then it turns into, you know, why you're stupid, and why she's smart, and why you should agree with her, which are just things that are just, you know, just compile, you know, more and more reasons you know, why I dislike her personally and why I think that it's kind of stupid for them to be casting her. I mean, it's already kind of like polarizing, um, you know, the movie before it's even probably hit production or any of this. I mean, the movie's just been announced. So there's probably some, you know, motion that's taking place. I mean, obviously she's been cast, so there's still a shitload of work that needs to be done. And already online, it's there's a huge backlash from people that are pretty fucking pissed off, um, you know, that, that, uh, that she's been cast. Like, somebody posts on Twitter, wait, I didn't think Barbie was overweight. Oh, that's right, that's Hollywood telling us how to think. That's not my Barbie. Hashtag Amy Schumer. It's like, kind of like that, oh, it's not my president. <laughs> kind of, kind of lame there. But, uh, there's somebody else, it's like, ha ha, casting Amy Schumer as Barbie makes about as much sense as casting the free Willy Whale to play Ally McBeal. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Um, somebody else posts on Twitter, hashtag Amy Schumer is a fat, disgusting slag who should never be compared to Barbie. And then somebody actually fucking made a photo meme that looks like a big, like, those, uh, my 800 pound life women that can barely get out of bed. Somehow they made like a female figurine that's like rolls upon rolls with two little tiny, uh, you know, heels on the feet with a bunch of food hanging around and put Barbie's head on the body to represent Amy Schumer. And it's like Jabba the Hutt Barbie. Well, my issue isn't even her weight. That's yeah. not it at all. It's, it's her attitude and it's like, okay, 
This movie's supposed to be for girls, little girls, I mean, more than likely, right? So they're going to see this, and then maybe they like her, maybe they don't. But if they do, they're going to be like, oh, well, what else does she do? Well, can you rightfully show your kids anything else that she's done? <laughs> no, not really. Or if, you know, the kids are a little older and they can research it for themselves, what are they going to see when they Google her name? Trash, garbage, all the things that she says. It's just, I mean, yeah, 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 it's her opinion, so maybe it's not complete trash, but the way she words it is just so vulgar. It's just, it's nothing I would want my daughter to look up to. Right, well, and, and the thing is, too, is, I mean, basically, these are people that are kind of, you know, capping on her weight. And, like, for me, her weight doesn't matter. Like, I could give a fuck that, like, you know, she's a little overweight. I mean, obviously, her being average or whatever you want to describe her as, you know, fits the narrative of the storyline for, you know, how the movie, you know, what the, you know, the storyline of the movie. So that makes sense. That's fine. But, I mean, they could obviously cast somebody else that has her same body type. It's just a better person than her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, other people... Basically agree. One person on Twitter says, Hashtag Amy Schumer is Barbie. Who did they cast as Ken? Danny DeVito, David Spade, Ray Romano. <laughs> F out of here with this nonsense. <laughs> so, I mean, just... I still bet in her quest for self-discovery, she ends up with a really hot Ken. I would put money on that because... You know, if they're going to have her, <laughs> if they're going to have her as a uh, fucking Barbie... They should have Ken be um, that guy who was in that um, the fucking wrestler that the kids talk about. John Cena. Yeah, they should. Have... <laughs> if, I mean, fuck. If you're gonna go that route and you're not gonna have somebody that looks like fucking Barbie, then don't have somebody that's supposed to be Ken look like fucking Ken. Like it can just Get be GI Joe instead. Yeah, it can just be fucking <laughs> John Cena. He was funny when he was that. Uh, he played that character in Trainwreck. Yeah, he was funny. He was freaking hilarious. And, I mean, and yes, that was her movie. We know that. Right. So. And, and normally, well, <laughs> that movie was somewhat funny. I mean, it, again, she was a pretty big bitch in that too. But, I mean, ultimately. It worked for the movie. I right. Mean, right. I mean, so it worked. But this, uh, no. So, I mean, obviously, you already ex- you already said who you thought would be, you know, a, a good Barbie. Um, you know, I can... I don't know. I mean, offhand, I can't freaking think of, you know, somebody who would be like a, a super good Barbie. I mean, I guess maybe they could fucking dye that chick's hair blonde that uh, does um does like Agents of Shield, or not not the, the one not not Agents of Shield, but um, goddamn it, the one who was in the uh, original Avengers. It was like the right hand person of um Samuel Jackson. The one fucking agent. Like, she was the female character. I don't... Do we just... We... Do we just talk about her? Is that the one we talked about the other day? Yeah, like, I mean, she was... I mean, she's been in all the movies. The I, one from it, How I Met Your Mother? Maybe that's it, yeah. She's married to the guy from Saturday Night Live. I guess, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to figure smolders. out her... I'm trying to figure out her name, yeah, whatever. Is that her name, Colby Smulders? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, if they dyed her hair blonde, like, I could see her. They blonde. There's a, there's a brown-headed Barbie doll. But it's not an actual Barbie, though. Uh-huh. Really? She's like the Mexican Barbie. Right, the Barbie brand, but not, like, Barbie Barbie. 
She's like fucking Jennifer or something. Like they're making a live action movie about Barbie. But no, you can't buy Barbies that have darker hair. Well, I know you can, but they're making a live action Barbie movie, not a live action fucking Teresa film. If they're changing the narrative on how Barbie looks. Oh, so now you're saying saying that we should do a Barbie live action movie that doesn't focus on Barbie. It focuses on one of the sidekicks that were released in the Barbie brand. No, I'm saying she could be Barbie. Why can't Barbie have brown hair? Maybe that's why she's not a perfect Barbie anymore. Oh, because of her hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure that's it. So. Um, like Amy Schumer's weight isn't going to play into that movie. Of course it is. Well, I'll see. But whatever. So, I mean, there's that. Still cosmetic things. Your point? I mean, I said that wasn't the fucking thing. I don't like her as a person. I don't like her as a person. I mean, obviously her weight's going to play into it. She's not a fucking carbon copy of what you... See, when you think about fucking Barbie, and it just said that she's not perfect in the fucking movie, which is why she gets kicked out of Barbie land. I know, I'm saying that's so, why they can pick somebody else and not have to dye their hair, because maybe that's why they're not the perfect Barbie. I'm sure it has nothing to do with hair color for casting her. I'm just saying. Jesus. No, it's just because she's annoying. Yeah, leave it at that. Put herself out there. She wants to be a role model. Hillary Lovers. Yeah, Amy Schumer. She wants to be a role model? Did she say that? She has in, 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 what's it called, interviews before. She doesn't seem like she's really trying. She likes that girls look up to her. Ew. Strong, feminist, blah, blah, blah. Oh, whatever. She wants certain people to look up to her, not everybody. Yes. Um, so, uh, kind of taking a big big leap out of uh movies and um just general um hate and discontent we move on to uh technology which we never really focus on technology it's always music movies whatever casting stuff like that i've done like one airsoft podcast with uh, a retarded sidekick named ben um but uh i mean other than that um i don't think we've ever really touched on technology too much um but I had to talk about this because we use pretty much um, all all things, uh, well, all of our processors anyway. Um, AMD is supposed to be releasing a um, very powerful new CPU that is supposed to come out, or at least they're supposed to release more information on the 13th of this month, 12-13. Um, there's supposed to be a sneak peek of this new powerful Zen CPU. Um, basically it says the future is coming at New Horizon. Are you ready? So they're gonna probably display or, you know, show off or obviously fucking tease this, uh, new Zen CPU that they have going. Um, we've always used AMD stuff and... Mainly, that's because one of the first times that I ever built, um, when I when, when I built my when I built my first computer, uh, my first computer was uh, Intel based. The computer was extremely fast; it held up pretty well. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just felt like it couldn't. Like there was less customizable stuff in terms of like overclocking and that kind of thing like it was already fast but there wasn't a lot of wiggle to kind of 
do any other stuff. I mean, not unless I was kind of going like way outside, um, you know, like what was, what was recommended. And then like, obviously having to add a lot more, you know, stuff to, you know, the rig, like, you know, water cooling and all that kind of thing. Whereas like, I mean, obviously you would do the same stuff when, when you're overclocking with, with something else. I just, it just seemed to me like, uh, I mean, in, in AMDs were just generally less expensive. Like Intel's just cost more. Um, and it's, it, like if you're if you're looking at a price point on like an AMD, and then you're looking at the price point on Intel, and you're 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 like comparing figures, typically you're going to be able to get an AMD for significantly less money. Like, um, like right now, we're gonna have three different AMD based systems uh, that we run um, currently. Um, I'm building one. Uh, for my daughter, I already have one that's built that I'm actually giving to my son. And then Amanda uses, uh, well, she has one that I built for her as well. Um, they're all AMD operated systems. I, I use a laptop now for the time being. It just happens to be an Intel process, uh, Intel based, um, mainly because it's Alienware. Uh, but, you know, that just, I mean, if there was like a, I'm fucking if Alien, Alienware used fucking AMD or something like that, I'd probably buy it. But uh, just generally speaking, you can you can build a system from AMD relatively cheap, and so that's kind of where we've always gone with that, and they hold up really well. They're really reliable. I know that they're not supposed to be like super efficient in terms of like power usage and things like that, but uh, I mean we don't really concern ourselves too much with that uh it's not really something that's like high on our priority list but i'm i'm pretty excited to see where they're going with this uh zen cpu because i mean like right now i want to say um all the processors that we're using in our towers are fx based processors um i don't know specifically what model of processors that's uh, that are being used in each of the towers but I do know my daughter's, I mean, since she's only going to be playing like relatively simple games, I ended up only doing a quad core based processor with hers. I know uh, Amanda's is a six core based processor and then mine's actually an eight core based processor. So, um, again, that's, that's pretty much all we use. If I do end up building myself another tower, um, it'll probably be with one of these new Zens, uh, depending on what it is, what it is they show, um, you know, here in, uh, about a week or so. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot of information other than they just said that it's coming. Otherwise I'd give you more, but, uh, we will know more pretty soon. Um, let me see here. Now, one of the last things, or hold on, da, 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 da. I'm, uh, wow, there's a countdown clock and everything. Yeah, there's a countdown clock on the AMD website for New Horizon. It says, watch live on 12.13 at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time for a sneak preview of our new Zen CPU. We have exactly 7 days, 19 hours, 38 minutes, and 5 seconds from the time I said that. So, um, you can apparently sign up for a live stream if you feel so inclined. And, uh... 
I guess you would just uh, go to the AMD website um, under slash New Horizon in order to do that. So do that if you like. And uh, you can be on that live stream, be one of the first to see what it is they have to offer. Um, now, last in our story, and this is was the most exciting for me personally, um, and that is that this then this was from Eurogamer.net is that uh, the legacy server or vanilla server that uh, runs World of Warcraft, um, Nostalrius, uh is getting well is basically returning. Um, and there's a release date. Apparently, they will be popping up December 17th, which is a Saturday. Um, so basically, the story is is that the famed Nostalrius vanilla World of Warcraft private server will return, um, resurrected by Elysium on that date, uh, Saturday, uh, 17th of December. And um, it seems that uh, they basically got tired of trying to figure out where Blizzard was, you know, going to go with, you know, whether or not they were going to do some sort of legacy servers, whether or not they were going to work with, like, the Nostalrius team to do something like that. And um, it seemed that pretty much maybe Blizzard just talked to them temporarily, maybe just to kind of ease some tension from people that were pretty pissed off that, you know, Blizzard basically sent them a notice to close down the server. And, uh, you know, that kind of quieted people down because they're, you know, kind of collectively holding their breath, thinking that there's something that's going to happen between them as far as a deal, only to realize that there is no deal and that it seems as though it was just something to, you know, get people to maybe take a fucking chill pill. And obviously with BlizzCon passing, I mean, we were at BlizzCon, there was no mention of anything that had to do with Nostalrius, Legacy Servers, you know, Vanilla, or any of that stuff. They're not going to do it because... At BlizzCon, their focus was forward, not backward. They're they're not ever going to do a legacy server. I think people really need to give up on that. Right. Or, I mean, maybe they will at some point when the game ends. And they're thinking, hey, you know, maybe we throw up a legacy server. You know, people can, you know, enjoy, like, the beginnings of WoW or something like that. If, if it comes to that point where they're no longer doing the game at all. But, um... That's uh, basically what's happening now. Both the Nostarius PvP and PvE servers will return on that date. Um, they'll be opening at 5 p.m. UK time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and let's see. The Nostarius database um, has been carried across. So if you had characters on either server, they should be there. So, obviously, if you already had level capped and you already had all the fucking gear and you're worried about having to roll another character, you're not going to have to. It seems you should be able to sign into your old account because they're basically transferring everything over. Um, that's good news for a lot of people that have been playing on the, like, the vanilla servers for a while. Um, I myself only played for a little while. I want to say my character's level is probably only like 10 or something like that. I didn't get very far. I don't think mine's very high. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is you know, we never really actually played together was our problem. The thing is, is, I mean, talking about Vanilla, I mean, we were together when I played Vanilla, but she didn't actually play until BC. So, um, I would say BC was slightly easier, and, you know, I don't think, she never really experienced, like, how fucking hard uh, Vanilla actually was. 
I mean, looking back on it and then like, you know, playing vanilla and like what I remember of it, it's fucking hard. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot more difficult than today. Um, you know, I mean, having progressed through it, you know, I do remember like, you know, vanilla being extremely fun and, you know, and playing with a lot of guys that I knew, I just, you know, I've been playing so long, like it, it, uh, you know, remembering vanilla, it didn't seem that difficult at the time, you know, but now comparing gameplay to now and then going back, it's a jump. So, um, I mean, if we wanted to play it, like we should probably play together and before, you know, we're going to level, we need to like log in at the same time and just so that, I mean, cause you definitely need a quest buddy, like, you know, playing, yeah. va playing vanilla, playing vanilla at least. I mean, it, it, you know, today's World of Warcraft, I mean, you can log in, solo everything, um, you know, on, on, to some degree. Um, I would say in some areas, it's, you know, some stuff can be difficult to solo, but it's still possible. Whereas in vanilla, not only is it difficult to fucking solo, it can be fucking impossible. Like, there's just some points where you're just like, hey, I absolutely have to fucking pair with one or two other people to get this quest complete. Which is part of what I liked about the game because it encouraged social interaction with other people that you don't necessarily know or weren't in a guild. And that's that to me is what made the community so much tight-knit and closer together than like what you get from, you know, obviously modern day WoW where you can insta-queue and never talk to anybody in a group for 30 minutes and then leave it and then go into another queue you know, five minutes later and I mean, be playing for hours and maybe only have minimal interaction with other people aside from maybe sometimes people that you're talking to in your guild chat, but aren't necessarily people that you're even playing directly with either. And you're doing this all from some remote location that's not even in a major city. So you don't even need to, you're not, there's no encouragement to actually go in a major city to talk to a ton of people because you're just not, you know, so it's like, I mean, because, you know, a long time ago, you know, you jumped in, you know, if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to do that, you know, you had to go to a major city, you know, talk and trade or whatever. And, you know, at the same time, you you joined, you know, Channel 4 and Channel 4 was the, you know, the looking for group channel, which it, it was, you know, it, it was a channel that was available for a really long time before Blizzard tried eliminating it in favor of, you know, these insta-queue type uh, things that are available now. And people were so used to fucking looking for groups on the looking for group channel that when people actually created a slash looking for group that ended up being a channel four because it was technically a created channel by a player, though there were a few players that can actually moderate the channel that were fucking trolls. And so when people would try to utilize the looking for group channel, People will just be a dick and boot you and, and, and do all kinds of stuff like that because they could. Yeah. And so, you know, it ended up becoming a huge fucking thing because, you know, obviously a lot of people can't be trusted with that kind of power because it goes to their fucking head and they act like douchebags. And so eventually WoW did reluctantly incorporate it back in, you know, to some extent so that people could still, you know, use the channel without having to get fucked over by other other players that you know, wanted to have a fucking god complex, you know, with just something as simple as a fucking channel. Even though people still don't use it for that. They just use it as the a chat. chat. Yeah, they use it as a fucking chat because it's going to a bunch of people in a bunch of different places. So, it's, 
I mean, I'm personally, I'm excited for it. I think I'll probably end up playing it a little bit more. I mean, ultimately, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're a subscriber that, you know, is playing Blizzard right, you know, playing World of Warcraft right now, like, why would you, you know, keep paying money to play the the recent version, but then, you know, play this version? You know, a lot of people that are probably playing the vanilla version aren't even subscribers anymore. Yeah. You know, so basically, they're playing World of Warcraft for free, whereas I'm still giving Blizzard my money. But, uh, you know, for me, it's it's one of those things where I still do want to experience the new content. I still want to be involved in in the most recent version of the game, um, you know, but I also do want to reminisce with, um, you know, the old version of the game as well and enjoy that. God damn it, my phone and motherfuckers all messaging me and shit. So, um, you know, basically, um, well, god damn, you know, it fucking pushes it here and it pushes it here. And it's uh, part of a group chat that I'm related to for an Airsoft podcast. And these motherfuckers talk all the time. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. They always blow me up. Daytime, nighttime, fucking at work, in the middle of the night. So, oh, it's because, you know, they're all fucking over the world. And, you know, you'll have some dude. you have two dudes talking in fucking like Australia and goddamn UK. And they're on a completely different time zone. Fucking ch chatting it up because it's daytime and when we were trying to fucking sleep. So, uh, but I digress back to Nostalrius. Basically, I can't wait for this to get released. Um, obviously, you know, people that were already playing that can rejoice that they didn't lose their characters and didn't lose their gear and aren't going to have to start from zero. Um, I, it looks like they're actually going to do a couple of different servers. So obviously they have the PvE server and the PvP server, but it looks like they're actually going to do another server that's going to be for like fresh rollers. So for people that haven't, um, experienced uh, that game before. It looks like they might be able to kind of segue into maybe this new server that's for all new players. Although, why the fuck would you want to do that? Like, I mean, why that's not? Lame. I would just join the fucking server that already has a shitload of people on it. I mean, because you might need some help. There might be people out there you need fucking help. You know, hey, can you help me with this? And, yeah. you know, get some help from people that are higher level than you, more capable, have better gear. You know, I'm not seeing, you know, to get fucking run-throughs and shit like the old days where you pay somebody some gold to run you through VC or... Ten gold per run. Right, yeah. I mean, I used to do that too. So, not just paying, but I also fucking ran people through stuff, so... Um, that's... I mean, that's pretty significant. I think the biggest question is, how long will it stay up? What, you know, what's Blizzard's reaction going to be to this announcement that they're you know, opening this server and that it's got about 12 days until it releases. My thought is, and I didn't really see it in the story, is that they're probably going to have a server set up in some country that isn't basically going to fall under any sort of, you know, legal authority here in the States. So they might try to sue somebody, um you know, to, to get this server shut down. But because the server exists somewhere else, it's basically going to be something that Blizzard's just not going to be able to do anything about from a legal standpoint. Um, you know, and you're not going to be able to block connections or anything on it. So ultimately, it's just going to continue to happen. I mean, I guess a perfect example of this would be, you know, how many torrent sites you see go up? Yeah. They get closed down, but then they open in some other country and you can't block the fucking site. And so, you know, you keep downloading, keep downloading. I mean, eventually, 
they do get shut down. I mean, some, you know, eventually some have been shut down because obviously the movie industry has a fuck ton of money to, you know, basically be pushing shit through and, you know, paying the right people to make sure that something gets done. Right. And, you know, obviously like all these pirated movies that are costing them money and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, with this, that's not quite that, you know, you're not talking about a collective movie industry or even a collective, you know, gaming industry that's, you know, coming together to make this change or, you know, have this server shut down. We're talking about a single, you know, a single entity, you know, that is Blizzard. And so, I mean, I think they only have so much reach. I mean, they have a lot of money, but I mean, obviously I just don't think they have quite the clout that, you know, somebody like the movie industry does in terms of, you know, trying to get something like that next. That's why I have to wait and see. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. You know, when the server starts back up, you know, maybe you get something to 60 and then find out the server's going down again. Now all that time you spent realizing that it's going to get shut down um, would be pretty disappointing. I mean, I'd be pretty fucking disappointed you know, from like a standpoint of like, I'm spending all this time, you know, playing World of Warcraft. And then all of a sudden, I find out that the servers are just going down. They're just done. Yeah. It's like, uh, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, I have all these characters that I fucking made. I mean, at some point, that's going to happen. I mean, obviously, that's that's going to come to pass at some point. And we're not going to be playing this game forever. But still, you know, most people that are going to stop playing, it's probably going to be on their terms. So definitely won't be that steam there so i don't know i mean we'll play a little bit i mean obviously not a shit ton i mean we're gonna still play the the new version but uh it'll be something fun to do just to kind of kill some time have some fun show her the ropes of vanilla so again december 17th that's it um thank you for listening email us at uh that conversationalist at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook at Conversationalist, uh, at Twitter at at.com podcast. Um, you can also download us or listen to us on SoundCloud because we do have an app on the uh, droids and on um, iPhone. And you can also download us on iTunes if you wish. So uh, this has been episode 43, correct? Maybe. Yeah, whatever. I fucking listened to her, so if it's not fucking 43, whatever. We fucked up again. I don't know. So, um, but that's this episode. So, Jesse, it's Amanda, Yay. saying see you later, thank you, and goodbye. Bye.